welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 39, Keto. One of the things that I mentioned in the Warrior King training protocol is the idea of going keto, right? When you eat for fat loss especially, but even when you're trying to maintain health and energy and preserve as much muscle mass as possible, there are a lot of reasons you would want to consider either a low-carb diet or a keto diet. I've been eating low-carb and or keto for, I would say, five or six years at this point probably. I first got introduced to the idea from Mark Sisson's book, The Primal Blueprint. And he also put out a book called the Keto Reset Diet, which I'll link in the footnotes below. But I want to take some time today to convince you that eating keto, or low-carb, but especially keto, is going to yield a lot of benefits for you and is going to enable you to more effectively pursue your purpose as a man. Right? And of course, most of what we'll talk about today will be body-based, but there are a lot of mental benefits as well. And of course, benefits around discipline and From the spiritual perspective, you can see how eating a diet that excludes certain food groups might help you build discipline. Now, that being said, let's start at the beginning, right? What is keto? Keto, or the keto diet, is short for ketogenic. And ketogenic is just describing a process by which your body mobilizes fat tissue and burns predominantly or exclusively fat tissue and not and fat tissue and of course dietary fat and not carbohydrates. So if you haven't eaten in let's say two or three days, for the average person, your body will be what's called carb adapted. Right? You eat an excessive amount of carbohydrates every day, and your body has learned how to burn carbs and prefers carbs because that's what it sees day in, day out, for years or decades even. Now someone who's On the ketogenic diet, that person's body is burning fat at all times. And ketogenic, of course, gets its name from ketones, which I'm sure I'm going to get some of the details wrong, but your body, I think, produces ketones to help break down the fat that you have endogenously, right, in your body. So that's really what the ketogenic diet is. It's just eating about 50 grams of carbs or less every day. Right, and some people set the bar at 30, and then you can discuss net carbs versus carbs in general. But it's an ultra-low carb diet. And the reason I'm such a fan of it is not only for the body composition effects, not only for the anabolic properties of the diet, but also for the health benefits, the mood benefits, the sleep, the longevity, all of those things. So let's go through some of those one by one. Why should you go keto? right? If you decide that you want your diet to serve you rather than food be something that causes you constant problems like brain fog and fatigue and inflammation. And of course, I've mentioned the mood cure on this podcast many, many times, right? Diet plays a huge factor in mood. Is your diet inflammatory? Are you getting an excessive amount of sugar or seed oils or carbs? And what is that doing to your mood and to your physical performance in those things? Right? So you might consider going keto. And if you do, some of the benefits you're going to reap will be better sleep, right? I notice in myself personally, and everyone 
that I've ever convinced to go keto has reported the same thing, is that you sleep better. You Often, if you have insomnia, you might find yourself sleeping through the night because when you're in ketosis, your body just happily chugs along, burns fat, and even if you're ultra lean, let's say 9% body fat, and you're, I don't know, 200 pounds, that's 18 pounds of fat that your body's carrying around at all times. And a gram of fat has nine calories in it, meaning you're barely going to touch a small fraction of that body fat as you're sleeping through the night. So your sleep is going to improve. Your mood is going to improve significantly, especially if you're like me and you don't tolerate grains and carbs very well, especially excessive carbs, things like sugar maybe. Your mood is going to improve drastically. Now, of course, you can't just go keto. You should also make sure to choose the right foods, right? You don't want to just load up on fat and it's, let's say, monounsaturated fat or something, right? If you're getting healthy fats when you're eating keto, you're eating whole foods and you're eating grass-fed butter and grass-fed beef and those kinds of things, then any brain inflammation you might have from eating a diet excessively containing omega-6 fats, those are going to go away. Of course, there is the body composition, right? In fact, I should have probably even started with this one because this is the primary reason why many people get into keto. If you start eating a ketogenic diet and you're carrying extra fat, you will not have to count calories. You will burn the fat, right? You just eat to your appetite. Your body is going to take the extra energy you might be taking in and it's going to just burn it and you'll have more energy. Right, Rather than when you're on a high-carb diet, your body is going to take the excessive carbs and turn them into glycogen and then convert that into saturated fat and then store that in your body as fat tissue. Right, And if you want to read some more about this, you can either read the book in the footnotes, right, the Keto Reset Diet, or you can read the little blurb I wrote about it in the Warrior King Training Protocol. So there are body composition benefits. Of course, your energy is going to go up. Sleep, mood longevity is another one. As you start eating keto or low carb for a longer period of time, your caloric needs will decrease slightly because if you're eating carbs, then you need to eat at very specific intervals. So you'll tend to eat more. But if you're keto, you can go very long periods without feeling hunger, right? And of course, if you're trying to maximize muscle growth, you should still eat at regular intervals. But you won't be as hungry, so the volume of food won't be as high. And if you're following the Warrior King training protocol, your protein intake already isn't quite as high as it's going to be for most people who do weight training, right? Most people will do at least a gram of protein per pound of body weight. And I always say 160 grams for everybody. So your food intake will drop slightly. Your hormone profile is going to improve as well, right? The ketogenic diet is anabolic. An increase in fat, especially dietary cholesterol, raises testosterone. I could go on and on about the benefits of keto. But the point is, it's good for your health, it's good for your sleep, it's good for your mood, it's good for your performance, it's good for your body composition, it's good for your longevity, and it's good for your discipline, right? This is another reason why I really like diets like this that both have benefits and require you to have a little bit of self-control. Nowadays, you can buy any food you could imagine as a keto variety, right? You can get keto pizza, keto ice cream, Whatever you want is going to be available to you. And that keto version is most likely going to be healthier because you're going to be avoiding grains, right? Most keto pizzas, for example, will have almond flour or maybe coconut flour. 
You're going to be avoiding processed sugar, right? There might be some artificial sweeteners, but if you're lucky, it'll be something. And of course, you should check the label here. But it'll be something like erythrol, for example, right? Which is a sugar alcohol, no calories. So I think most people will hear this list and believe that there is some benefit to going keto, right? If you're listening to this, the last seven eight minutes might have motivated you to try to give this a shot, right? You see that. You're going to be more effective as a man because you'll have more energy, right? Your body composition is going to improve. You're going to live longer, which is going to help you be able to make more of an impact in the world, right? In in every conceivable way, you're taking care of your body. You're practicing good stewardship. So all of that might sound very exciting to you. And if that's the case, let's talk about how to go keto. But of course, what you really should do if you want to do this right. And especially if it's your first time, is you should read through the keto reset, which again will be linked below. But I'm going to give you a little bit of a Cliff Notes version and what I generally do and what I generally recommend for people. And some of this advice might be slightly different from what you'll find in the book. So feel free to double check. Whenever I convince somebody to go keto for the first time, my first recommendation is to go low carb first. Right before you go full keto. You know, fifty grams of carbs or less, or maybe even thirty, or some people even do twenty grams or less. Go low carb first, so one hundred and fifty grams of carbs, all the way down to about a hundred, between one hundred and one fifty is what I would call low carb. The reason that's useful is your body is going to be partially in ketosis when you're low carb, right? Some of your meals, let's say you have four meals, and even if your carbs are spread out, you know, completely averaged out over all four meals, which they're not going to be because the fourth meal is. Bedtime protein, but for sake of argument, let's say it is, and you're at the high end. Each meal would have around forty, thirty-five to forty grams of carbs. So each one of those individual meals will already kick you out of ketosis. But then it's going to be another four or five hours until your next meal, and those fifty grams of carbs are not going to be enough energy to sustain you to the next meal. So for every meal, your body gets a little bit of carbs that it can use. And then towards the later stages, it has to rely on fat, so it's going to learn to transition properly, and that's going to be really useful to you, because if you go keto for the first time and you just dive right in, you're most likely going to experience something called the keto flu, where people get flu-like symptoms as they're transitioning from a high-carb diet, a lifelong high-carb diet, to a low-carb or keto diet. You know things like brain fog, fatigue, maybe muscle aches. Your body is really going to throw a tantrum. So one of the best things you can do is ease into it, right? Maybe don't even start low carb. Maybe measure your average carb ingestion over the course of a day. Let's say it's, I don't know, two hundred or two hundred fifty grams of carbs. Maybe cut that down by fifty grams per week until you get to the low carb level. Stay there for a few weeks, and then once you've gotten used to that, then you can go full keto. So. If you're low carb, for example, each meal might have a piece of fruit in it, maybe a banana. Right, a banana has around, I think, 25 or 30 grams of carbs. So you might eat a nice cut of steak and a salad, and the salad has vinegar and olive oil, and you might have a little serving of rice, or you might have a banana for dessert or something. And that's going to already look very similar to how you would be eating on keto, right? So all you'll have to do is take those meals that you've been eating, remove the carbs, and add a little more fat. So, for context, whenever I go keto, or especially about a year ago and further back, my meals would be 
some meat, right? Preferably either grass-fed steak or free-range chicken or something like that, maybe free-range eggs, some sort of protein. Then I would usually serve it with a large salad, right? To get some greens in there and everything. Put some olive oil, some vinegar, some salt as dressing. And that's a keto meal right there. Now, in recent times, usually when I'm keto, I try to go mostly carnivore as well. So it might look something more like steak and eggs and a lot of butter and some sour cream. Maybe something like that. But that's a discussion for another time. The point is, you can already start to get used to when you've gone low carb. You can already start to get used to what your meals might look like once you're keto. And then all you'll have to do after a few weeks, once you feel ready, is cut those out completely. And at that point, congratulations, you've gone keto, right? Your energy levels are going to be up, your performance is going to improve, your body composition is going to improve, your skin will most likely improve if you're ingesting healthy fats, right? And that's one thing you have to make sure to do when you're keto is you can eat keto pizza and ice cream every meal of the day, but I would recommend you go for healthy, organic, whole foods, grass-fed, free-range, right? If you're going to get produce, maybe get organic produce, those kinds of things. So make sure that you're choosing the right food sources, not just the macronutrients. Now at this point, if you've done that, if you've gone keto, you're going to run into certain kinds of problems that from my experience, having been keto, I can share with you. And the first one that comes to mind is the difficulty you'll have when you're eating out. Right? If you're at a restaurant with your friends or your family or your wife, a lot of times you'll either have to order off menu or modify something. Right? And some tips that I've picked up that I'll share with you, most places will serve burgers. Right? So one of my favorite things to do when I'm keto is I'll order the burger with no buns, and sometimes they'll serve it as a lettuce wrap too, so you can do that. Get a side salad, and then I order that whole plate twice. So it is a bit more expensive, right? You're basically paying for two entrees. But if you think going keto is expensive, try hospital bills, right? Making an investment in your health now is going to save you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars from serious illness and disease in the future. But if you don't like doing that, you can just whittle down the restaurants you go to and pick a place that serves steak, for example. So most places, when you go to order steak, you'll get a cut of meat and you might get a side of two, maybe fries, maybe potatoes, whatever. Just order that big hunk of steak, ask for butter, right? Preferably real butter, grass-fed, and that's going to be rare to find at restaurants. But try to see if you can get that. And then just order the side salad. Another thing that's going to be really tricky is knowing exactly when you are or aren't in ketosis. Say you've been keto for a week and a half and you caved and you had a, a plate of fries or something. You might wonder if you're still in ketosis. Now, the first thing I'll say is it doesn't ultimately matter. You have to try to keep slip-ups to a minimum, of course. And then if you're eating keto foods and you're tracking your macronutrients at first to try to get used to the process, if you make a mistake, just recover from it, get back on the horse, and keep eating. Now, that being said, if you do want to measure your ketone levels, the mechanism that I would recommend is measuring your blood ketone level. So there are blood ketone measuring devices you can buy. You can get one on Amazon for like 40 or 45 bucks, where you prick your finger, you get a little drop of blood, you put it on the measuring strip, and it'll tell you 
what your blood ketone level is at. And you can Google to see which levels indicate ketosis and which ones don't. Now, I have one of these and I don't use it when I'm keto. I will use it when I'm fasting, though. So if you start doing this for a number of years, you might want to start experimenting with prolonged fasting. And this reminds me, quick disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional. Consult with your doctor and make sure to read the disclaimer in the footnotes, right? That being said, I like to do prolonged fasting, especially when I'm full keto, because it makes it a lot easier. The longest I've fasted up to this point was three days and 10 hours. Now, my goal was five days, but I would measure my blood ketone level every morning. And when I woke up day three, right, or I think it was probably day four because three hours and 10 days had passed, I checked my blood ketone level and I was way off the charts, right? I was approaching a condition called ketoacidosis, which can potentially be fatal. So I immediately broke my fast. Now, if you're going normal keto, this is not going to happen to you because all the food that you're eating will have small amounts of carbs and it's still that your ketone levels are not going to shoot through the roof. That being said, if you do start experimenting with prolonged fasting, make sure to talk to your doctor, make sure to know what you're doing, measure your levels, and if the levels get too high, pull the ripcord, right? Very important. But that's one of the things you might want to do. You might want to know, when am I in ketosis? So blood measuring is going to be the most accurate way. Of course, if you've been doing it for a while and you'll get here with experience, you'll know when you're in ketosis because you'll feel it, right? I can tell when I'm in ketosis. If I wake up in the morning and my stomach's grumbling and I'm really hungry, I'm not in ketosis, right? I can also tell if I feel light and energized. If my mood is up, I'm generally approaching ketosis. Then there's another symptom called keto breath, and I'm sure you can imagine what that means where your breath starts to smell like ketones, and it's not a very pleasant smell. So one of the things you should do is make sure to keep your oral hygiene up, of course, you know, maybe chew a piece of gum. But that would be one of the ways you can tell when you're in ketosis. In fact, there even are breath meters you can blow into. So you're going to have to find ways to get creative when you're eating out. You're going to have to find ways to track whether or not you're in ketosis. And of course, you can just make sure to eat right and then forget about the tracking altogether if you want. You'll have to at least track your macronutrients, right? Another thing I would recommend is measuring out your food and especially your fat because you're not going to believe how much fat is actually required until you do the math, right? Say your caloric intake is, I don't know, 2,300 calories in a day and your keto, so 70% of that, give or take, is fat, right? Those 70%, like, 17, 1800 calories of pure fat, that's a lot of fat by volume. So one of the things I usually end up doing is I'll eat every single meal with at least two or three tablespoons of grass-fed butter, right? And if you're concerned about butter and heart disease, don't be, read the book, it's all explained there. Very, very common misconception that ingesting large amounts of fat is going to lead to heart disease, right? It's a lot more complicated than that. So we've talked about the benefits of going keto, right? And they span everything, your performance, your mood, your looks, your sleep, building discipline. We've talked about some of the tools you'll need when you go keto. So that leaves us with my recommendation for the day. Try it. That's my recommendation for today. Seriously, try it, right? If, if the whole thing sounds scary or stupid or too difficult, all of those they're cop-outs, they're excuses. Too difficult, definitely. Lots of people do it. I do it, you can do it. And it works. I say this from experience. The science is there, it backs it up. Read the book. 
It's all explained there. So do it if you haven't gone keto yet. And if you have in the past, schedule when you'll do it next time. Right? If you're orthodox, the Lenten fast is coming up in about a week. So that's going to make going keto a lot more difficult. So usually I'm low carb during the fasting periods. And then when I want to go keto, I'll do that between fasting periods. So if you haven't gone keto yet, do it now or schedule a time in the year, commit to it, get other men to do it with you and explore the benefits of keto. And if it works for you as well as it's worked for me, right? My doctor congratulates me on my blood work every year. I am not kidding. Right? When I go get my physical done, my doctor draws my blood. And then when I get my results back and there's a note in there, he'll say something like, I commend you for how excellent your blood work looks. Keep doing what you're doing. And he asked me once, I had the lowest HbA1c he's ever seen in his decades of medical practice. He asked me, what do I do? I told him I'm low carb most of the year and keto for two or three months every year. He told me, keep doing that. So I got the thumbs up from my doctor. It is going to improve your health. It is going to improve your mood. It's going to improve your performance. It's going to improve your appearance. It's going to improve your sleep. It's going to improve your discipline. How many other changes could you make in your life today that would have that many benefits? I can't think of a lot of changes. So go keto this year. Schedule it in at some point. If there's no reason for you to not start this week, start this week. Start today. Right, and if you're orthodox, then maybe wait until after Lent. That being said, this is another tool that you can add to your toolkit. It's going to help you become a more effective man. So use it. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.